of America, Washington, D.C., signing on. Another episode of Radio Contra, the podcast of AmericanPartisan.org. Brushbeater Training and Consulting, hosted by me, the best-selling author of The Gorilla's Guide to the Baofeng Radio. Today, I am joined by two incredible gentlemen from a company that I know a lot of you out there are intimately familiar with, one that I am a huge fan of, Primary Arms. Gentlemen, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, we appreciate you having us on. It's uh, it's always an honor. Always an honor. Oh man, they, nah, the honor's all mine. The honor is all mine. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, really, you know, it, it's it's one of the coolest things about uh, all of this is is the ability to to interact with so many awesome people and and really get to see a lot of what goes on kind of behind the scenes and in the firearms industry and just it, it, it's just it's such a cool thing um you know primary arms has been a favorite company of mine and a a, a go-to company for a lot of reasons for a long time now and one of the the coolest things uh that that you guys did that I really think is a game changer out there and, and has really become uh, what y'all are known for. I mean, it really put you on the map was the ACSS reticle and all of the innovation that has went into that, because I, I think that it is really revolutionized the capability of the rifleman and and, and making that so much simpler uh, for the average person out there to pick up a rifle and, uh, you know, train and, and start making those hits out to distance in a very simple way. You know, no math, no, you know, not having to uh, worry about mills and calculating dope and, and all of that stuff. You've got it very simply in there. Uh, so with that said, guys, um, you know, with the ACSS, what is your take on that, how that's developed over time, and really your philosophy of use behind it? Yeah, so, I mean, that is that is one of the big things that we're known for, right, is the ACSS radicals. And it started off as, you know, a, a simple BDC with some wind holds in it that was um, put together to help shooters shoot better, farther, faster, with less math. And, you know, it just grew from there. It started off with a couple of, you know, caliber specific reticles like 5.56, 7.62 and just grew exponentially. Like now we're sitting at about 40 active reticles within our SKU line. Um, and we've got things that are for, you know, 5.56, 308, 7.62, 39, 300 blackout, 6.5 Creed, 6.5 Grendel, 308. We've got mill-based reticles for guys that still like doing the mill math and milling out targets and figuring their drops and holds with that. Um, it's just been, we've seen it morph um, into this huge kind of ecosystem of shooter tools for just about everybody that's out there with whatever they have um, sitting in their gun safe. Um, we really like to kind of watch the market, see what the trends are with new calibers and new ballistics, um, you know, and Horny came out with the uh, ELD, um, or I'm sorry, Barnes with the ELDs, and then, or 
burger rather with the ELDs. Um, and then Hornady came out and kind of changed. I went away from that AMAX um, into uh, their new polymer tip bullets, their ultra low or ultra high BC, ultra low drag bullets. Um, you know, it's you've got to adapt to these new ballistic technologies because when you're getting going from a point, you know, four six to a point six three in the same caliber, that has quite the impact on long range ballistic and performance. So, um, you know, instead of having to sit there and do the math, figure out what your dope is and all that, we've been able to implement these new technologies into new reticle designs. So you bracket your target to figure out how far away it is. And as soon as you're bracketed, you pull the trigger and the bullet drops where you want it to go. Um, the auto ranging technology that's in there based on target height or target width, depending on what's easiest to use in the moment makes um, initial engagements, first shots, extremely fast. Um, the grids within the reticle makes follow-up shots extremely quick, easy to um, interpret wind and estimate wind holds. Um, it's it's just been it's been a fun project developing that. Um, and I know a lot of the guys out there have heard the name Dimitri before um, when it comes to primary arms. And, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's the uh, He's a brainchild behind the ACSS system. So, um, you know, we we work with him all the time. I mean, we're pretty much on the phone with him 24 seven um, on calls, on things like this, going back and forth with engineers, coming up with new reticles for new products. Um, something like our Vulcan reticle, you know, that, that had never been seen before um, in our pistol dots. And that is a you know, it's a huge divergence from what the ACSS originally was. You know, there's no BDC in the Vulcan. The Vulcan's designed to bring you back on target if you lose the dot in the window of a pistol optic. And, um, you know, it's just been, it's been fun developing these these new products that make it easier to shoot better. Um, you know, people say you can't buy skill, which is very true, you can't. Um, but once you build the skill, uh, you can definitely put products and put features in place that will, help to to hone and fine-tune those skills for sure yeah 100 percent, man 100 percent, and and you know skill enhancement because when when i was coming up in the army as a trigger puller you know as, as an 11 bravo first on the line um in, in a line unit and then uh working my way up to a long-range surveillance company and um you know my first deployment you know, when I went to, to basic training, you know, Sand Hill uh, Infantry School down, down at Fort Benning, it was... That red mud, man. I miss that yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, brother. Yeah. It, you know, it was... it was. I qualified on irons and, and um, you know, with a, a plain old M16, A2, you know, and, and uh, that, that was what I carried. And, you know, as, as you know, and uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> then when I got to my first unit, all of a sudden I had this ACOG. And it was like a doggone game changer, you know. It, it was I, I was like, man, this is like cheating. This is just the the coolest thing. And and um, one of the neat features about the ACOG, that first generation ACOG, the, the TAO one, was that reticle that was in there, and and it was that width based reticle um, because it, it was the original with the the crosshairs and yep. uh, you know the, the follow on reticles behind that. And so. When I found primary arms, you know, and, and then as my career would go on and learning mills and, you know, all, all of that stuff as I got more advanced, um, you know, it, it, I found primary arms when the ACSS was kind of in its genesis. And uh, originally, I think it was in the one to four and then the one to six came out. And uh, I recall seeing some guys with like the Schmidt and Bender short dots and, you know, thought that, that this idea of a uh, low power variable optic was so cool, but it was out of the price range of a lot of people. And all of a sudden you guys burst onto the scene producing one that is one economical um, two you know, incorporates that ACSS reticle, which I thought was absolutely brilliant because picking up like a, um, uh, at that time in Iraq, picking up um, uh, like the Romanian PSL that, that uh, were, was in service there, that a lot of insurgents were putting into service as sniper rifles and uh, having that tip two uh, optic that was on it, which is a four by 24 and the reticle that was in there that, that um, you know, Soviet 
reticle always thought was so intuitive to use. Now, all of a sudden, it's that same concept that you're applying to a, a domestic optic. And I thought even then, uh, back then, and, and, you know, we're talking, uh, I, I want to say it, I first became aware of you guys in uh, 2009. And when the ACSS was, was going through its initial development, I immediately became a fan because I thought that this was the, this was the way that we train and modernize the American rifleman going forward. And, uh, you know, as you always do, there's a lot of gatekeeping that, that occurs. And, you know, as you always have with, with a lot of industries out there and optics are, are no different, um, you know, and, and primary arms, you, you guys have had uh, optics, I think, are at a great price point. And there's always going to be those people that are saying, you know, like, well, other brands are, are you know, going to be superior in build quality and glass quality and all that. But you've really worked pretty hard to put a lot of that to rest. And uh, you, one of the ways that you've done that is with your different um, grades of optics. You know, you have your, your basic lineup, which I think is, is absolutely wonderful and perfectly serviceable. Then you have your, your uh, middle of the road lineup and then you have your, your platinum series which i've had uh several students that have come to class with the platinum optics and man those those things are incredible talk us through the differences between each one um the the price point on each level of, of the models that are out there and what the shooter can expect with each one of those yeah yeah sure so i mean we've got we've got four major um, product tiers, right? Um, it starts off with our entry level products, which is our classic line. Um, we just had three new releases in that classic line this last year. We had two pistol dots, uh, as well as an LPVO, a one to six. And um, within the classic line, we've got other scopes in there as well, like three to nines. We've got some rimfire stuff, um, kind of some more basic traditional optics. Uh, but that's for, you know, the guy who who doesn't have a lot of money to spend, or maybe he's a new shooter just trying to figure out if he even likes it to begin with. I mean, he's looking for something to put on his gun. Um, you know, we've got like our, that one to six LPVO or classic one to six, the thing retails at 200 bucks. And, um, you know, it's, it's feature wise, it's fairly plain. It's basic. It's a 30 millimeter one piece tube cap turrets, um, true one to six with an illuminated reticle. It's a very simple reticle. It's just a, um, we call it our, um, like a dot plex. So it's a illuminated center dot with a, the four posts or the plex outer. Um, but at 200 bucks, I mean, it's, it's something that anybody can get. Um, it's super attainable. You can throw it on a gun. Yeah. If it's a truck gun that you're going to have tumbling around in the, the back of your pickup or the back of your Jeep, whatever it is um, that you know is going to get beat up. You don't want to put a whole lot of money on it. It's perfect for that. Cause it's still extremely durable, super tough. Um, or, you know, our new pistol dots, our mini and our micro um, in the classic series. One's a, you know, a larger size, so that RMR style footprint for anybody putting it on a full size gun. And then the micros and RMSC footprint for the dudes running 43Xs or P365s or Hellcats or anything like that. Um, and they're, they're super durable. Again, they're not, they don't have all the features of our higher tier products. They don't have auto live and they don't have Vulcan reticles and things like that. But again, at a price point of $150 retail, um, it's a solid basic dot. That's just dead nuts, reliable, ready to go long battery life. Um, and that's kind of the, the theory behind that classic series is super affordable, but reliable quality. Um, moving up into our SLX line. So with our SLXs, we do, um, of course, our one to six second focal plane, which has been, you know, our most popular LPVO that we've done. And this year we've actually got a huge upgrade to it. All new glass and optical system, new reticles um, with our new Nova reticle, which we're super excited about. It's the brightest illumination we have ever produced. That thing is, it's like burn your eyeballs out, right? It really is impressive. Um, and then, you know, by stepping into that SLX line, you're starting to get into ACSS reticles, um, our UML compatible magnification rings. So that's a little uh, folding throw lever that we do. So there's a few more accessories available, but, um, you know, you start to see those traditional primary arms optics features um, start being brought in within the SLX series. Um, we do our SLX hunt line, which is kind of a, 
a trimmed down lightweight hunting scope, one inch two kind of simple reticles um, in a three to nine and a four to 12. Um, but within the SLX line as well, we've got our 1X, 3X, and now our newly introduced 5X microprisms. Um, our microprisms have been an absolute game changer um, for especially people with astigmatisms, things like that, because it's an etched reticle. So you don't see that grape cluster or that smear. Um, it's always a sharp etched reticle in there. And in the case of our 1X, you know, if you have an optical failure, because it or a uh, electrical failure because it is an etched reticle you're not looking through an empty tube like you would with a traditional dot you've still got an aiming reference in there so it negates the need for backup iron sights um and that's that's the the premise of that slx line we want um you know awesome performance at a incredible value um and that's you know when you start seeing those acss's again the reticles as well as some of our other features Stepping up into our GLX line or our mid-tier, um, you're going to see things like our GLX steel-on-steel -steel locking turrets. You'll start seeing auto live technology integrated into the variable power rifle scopes. And we've got larger tubes like some of the 30s, um, 30 millimeter as far as the LPVO goes, and uh, 34 millimeter and some of the longer range stuff like our new 3 to 18 or new 4.5 to 27. Um, and you know those things all the glx's are sub a thousand dollars significantly sub a thousand dollars um most of the time i believe they're sub eight hundred dollars at retail and um, the value that you get for those things that new four and a half to 27 is a hammer of a long-range scope um yeah 34 millimeter tube on that dude you're getting like 120 moa of adjustment it's little brother the 3 to 18 we're getting 180 moa of vertical adjustment out of those turrets it's it's incredible. And at like 750 bucks retail, I mean, illuminated ACSS reticles, um, yeah. we're doing three ACSS is in there, a 308, a 6.5 Creed and a uh, mill based reticle. Um, it's just incredible value. Then our PLX, of course, you know, our flagship line, the, our new PLX compact one to eight that we released last year is one of the shortest and the lightest one to eight LPVO on the market. Um, when I first started working here, there was a prototype sitting in my office and I went and picked it up. And when I picked it up off my desk, I was like, oh, man, you know, it's a cosmetic sample. There's no guts in it. There's no glass in this thing. I thought it was just an empty tube. And I looked through it like, dude, this is a real this is a real scope. There's stuff in here. I can see a reticle. I can see through this thing. And I went over to engineering like, are you guys serious with this? Is this real? They're like, oh, yeah, that's just that's our new scope that we did. It's pretty cool. Huh? Like, you have no idea. This is the this is the nicest LPVO I've ever played with, um, but that thing has just been a huge hit. It's so lightweight and so compact that it doesn't change the balance of your rifle at all. Um, the ACSS reticles that are in there, the Griffins as well as the Raptors, um, you know, the illumination that's on there. It's the way the reticles design that type of illumination. You can't push as much light out as you can with like our new Nova. But the way we design the reticles, um, there's still enough surface in there to use the illumination like a red dot when you're dialed all the way down to 1x and then crank it up to 8x for um, all your drops and wind holds and everything. And that's our PLX line. It's like a spare, no expense, no holds barred. You know, every ounce of designing material technology, state of the art stuff we can cram into those things we do. Um, and that's that's the premise behind those. But even still, uh, you're still looking at uh, you know a significant amount of money under um, you know the next closest competitor's optic, which uh, we're super proud to be able to do. And that's one of the cornerstones of Primary Arms Optics as a brand. Um, you know, is to offer value to our customers for this glass. We know what it costs to build them. We know what it costs to run a company. We know what it costs to do all this. We don't want to, you know, try to squeeze everything we can out of our customers. We want them to enjoy the sport that they do, and we want them to be able to do it as much as they can. So if they can save a couple of hundred bucks buying our scope and go spend that on ammo so they can go train and be a better shooter, you know, we're all for that. We, we back that every day of the week. So um, we really enjoy bringing stuff to market at a, a very affordable, especially for the features and the quality that you get. And then we back everything up as well. Everything we do from our classics all the way up to our PLX, we stand behind 24-7. If anything ever goes wrong with it, we will take care of it. Or we have, you know, unlimited lifetime warranty on everything. It's we we take care of our customers for sure. 
I mean, there's, there's of course, a, a recant, not necessarily unlimited. If you take a hammer to your scope because you want the new model, uh, we do, we do uh, <laughs> frown upon that in this particular establishment. But, you know, we'll, yeah. uh, if anything happens out there to your scope, if there's a worksmanship problem with it, if it fails for any reason, if, if you have an accident and something just happens to it, we'll take care of you. We, we appreciate our customers and we know by taking care of them, they'll take care of us. Oh, yeah, man. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And, you know, uh, the the products that I've had from Primary Arms. So um, my first optic, I've had a few of the early red dots and, and they were all really good. They, they were certainly on par with, uh, you know, the, the red dots that were on the market at the time, which was a, about a decade ago. Um you know, great, very much in the, uh, the, the, uh, M68 CCO design, which is, you know, kind of obsolete by today's standards, but mm -hmm. it was a decade ago, you know, and then when I graduated up to the one to eight by 24, I mean, that thing for, uh, what it cost at the time, I think it was, um, this was 2015 timeframe, 2016, maybe. And, um, I've used it you know, since then, every class um, that that I've had the rifle that it is mounted on, which is a uh, it's a BCM that it's sitting on top of. And, you know, I, I've had students utilizing it and, uh, you know, the for for what it is and for what it costs, it punches way above its weight class. And so, you know, it's it's currently 2023. You're talking about uh, you know, seven years of service there where it's been utilized in all sorts of environmental conditions and it's, it's still doing, you know, incredible. Um, so when you're talking about inexpense, that's, that, that's really something to, to take into account, you know, is, is that for the newer shooters out there and, and, you know, I, I try to, um, bring as many of them into the fold as possible. And I get a lot of folks in class that, you know, they've just bought their first AR-15. They just bought, you know, their brand new optic. I had a guy come to class once uh, with his son and he literally had bought two optics from primary arms and two rifles and hadn't even mounted the optics yet. And brought him to class and said, Hey, you know, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I've never shot, you know, I mean, he's, uh, you know, works in an office and, you know, he's, he's just trying to get better prepared because you know, he sees the writing on the wall of, you know, things, uh, uncertainty in the world and everything. And he wants, uh, you know, part of it was kind of a father son bonding. Um, and you know, his, his son turned out to be a great shooter. And, and I mean, he, you know, the dad picked it up along the way as well, but, um, having a, a couple of air optics out and, and that really became a game changer. You know, the, the, uh, implementation of the ACSS, once I explained, you know, this is what it does. These are what the values are for in there. You could see on his face, everything clicked. And I have that, uh, th that experience with a lot of students that all of a sudden they say, Oh, okay, now I know what everything means. And then you put them on the range and it just, it, it makes things so much easier. Um, you know, and, and, uh, whether that's a LPVO, uh, or the prismatic optics, which is what I want to talk about next, they've all performed extremely well. There was, uh, I, I've had other optics fail from other brands and, you know, I'm not gonna, not gonna throw anybody under the bus. Um, you know, and, and the one time that I did see an optic fail from primary arms, it was a, um, a lens issue on one of the first focal plane optics. And the, the guy in question, I followed up with him, uh, about a month after class and say, Hey, you know, did they take care of you? And you guys absolutely did. And, you know, really uh, took care of him better than, than I think a lot of companies would have out there because I've certainly heard some horror stories about dealing with customer service from some names that, again, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus or any other companies that, that would be kind of uh, bad practice to do. But I, I've heard some. I've heard some horror stories about some other folks out there. Oh, we but, have to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and some names that would probably surprise some people. 
so it's you know and, and we all kind of get that nervous laughter like yeah it's uh <laughs> but but you guys you know between between offering the products that you offer to the market and your your company philosophy uh, you, you're not necessarily catering to uh the gucci crowd you know who are just chasing whatever the the latest fad is your company philosophy has always struck me as being one of of arming the common man of bringing up that what i call the the aggregate skill level of every shooter out there and it, that's something that that is really uh, important in in today's society and something that that is um huge i think that that really deserves more credit than it gets um you know it, and with that said uh prismatics that brings us back to the prismatics uh, um prismatic optics you know i mentioned the acog uh just a little bit ago and and how revolutionary that was for me as a you know brand new young joe getting handed an m4 and all of a sudden it's got this four power acog on it and i'm like man this is this is revolutionary you know i don't have to deal with irons anymore and as time goes on you know y'all are offering better and better prismatic optics over time and now you have this incredible product that you you've brought out where you have this this uh, micro-sized prismatic optic i have two of the uh the two power uh scopes that, that are mounted on a, a couple of m4s wow uh, i mean you know <laughs> you talk about like it it that's an aim point t1 sized optic and you've got magnification and you know you, you've got an etched reticle in there this thing is so cool um and, and now it, I think that, that y'all are really having a serious impact on, on the larger gun market because now the argument has become in the, you know, the gun community where, you know, everything is kind of, uh, all, all the trends are kind of uh, cyclic, but everybody is saying, Hey, you know, maybe you want to get away from an LPVO or maybe they aren't right for all situations and start, you know, looking back at, prismatic optics which kind of fell out of favor for a little while and now now a lot of uh, shooters are returning to that and y'all are right at the forefront of that so you know talk us through your prismatic lineup and you know where you guys are going uh into the future with that yeah i mean our, our prisms have been just phenomenal um they they're definitely our most popular category um, that we make, especially with all the different variants that we offer them in, it started off with a, the 1X and, well, the micros anyway, our new micro prisms. Um, we've made prisms like full-size prisms for some time, but the micro prisms, when they came out a couple of years ago, I mean, that changed everything. Uh, we we took, you know, every problem that you could have with a red dot and we fixed it by making a 1X or 1 power microprism um, if you have an astigmatism like how many people have you ever met that said they can see a red dot sharp and clear with no smear no issues at all like nobody right, right? i mean everybody has an issue with it because everybody has an astigmatism when you try to explain well man it's not your it's not the dot it's your eyes everybody well i don't wear glasses like it doesn't matter you know it's <laughs> that's not how that works friend um and you know, by switching over to that prism and the edge reticle, not only are you getting a clearer, sharper image, um, you're getting uh, in our ACSS reticle in there. Uh, we do two in the 1X. So we do our Cyclops, which is a simple kind of uh, horseshoe chevron. Um, that horseshoe guides your eye to the center, and the chevron gives you that infinite aiming point at the tip. Um, and then we've got our Gemini, which is a 9-millimeter-based reticle, which also works phenomenally for other things. You can throw it on, like, shotguns. It's great for slugs. Um, you can throw it on rimfire, of course, nine millimeter. Um, if you're running like 300 black subs, anything like that, that BDC lines up with a lot of stuff that's out there. Um, then, you know, we people want a little bit more magnification. So we came out with our 3X. And the 3X micro magnifier, like you said, it's a T1, T2 kind of size footprint. Um, but you have 3X magnification. You have... You have a optic that's now extending your practical engagement distances out to 600 plus yards. We've got BDCs in there that are caliber specific for 
300 black, 762 uh, by 39, uh, 556. And we made it in such a small package that you're not sacrificing anything as far as maneuverability of that system, um, which is, there's a lot of technology in there because the actual optical system that sits inside of that thing is virtually about eight inches long. Um, but the way that we can stack those prisms and lenses in there, um, we can fold the light to, you know, make that fit into a much smaller package. Think of it like folding a sheet of paper to fit in an envelope. Like, you know, that paper is bigger than the envelope is, but if you fold it right, you can get it in there and you don't have any downside to it, which is what we were able to do with that 3X. Now, this year, um, what, yesterday? Yeah, yesterday, uh, or no, the 10th, so two days ago, we announced our 5X microprism. Um, so we took that technology, we added more magnification to it. And by adding more magnification, it opened us up to new reticles that we can offer in it as well. Like before, we didn't have a mill-based reticle system in the 1X or the 3X because it's just too small. There's not enough magnification there. The, the lines and the gradients would be almost um, illegible. You wouldn't be able to see them. They'd be so tiny. But now that we're at 5X, um, we're in LPVO magnification territory. So um, there's plenty of room in there. We've got our um, new Griffin reticle, our grip mill reticle in the 5X that has that full mill grid underneath the chevron and the horseshoe. So you can mill targets, you can estimate range and wind and all that stuff with it. Um, then we also have our BDC based reticle in there as well. So our 5.56, you know, 5.56308 based reticle. Um, with wind holds, uh, holdovers, our auto ranging system, um, you know, by by smashing that all into a super compact tiny package. Again, now you have a five X optic. Um, you're one mag one magnification, one power under a one to six LPVO, and something the size of a compact red dot. It's uh, the capability <laughs> that it adds with the maneuverability that's maintained within that system. Put that on a fourteen five, like that is. The, you know, everybody looks for that unicorn gun, right? They, what kind of gun should I buy? Like, well, what do you want to do? Well, I don't know. Like, well, that's kind of <laughs> open-ended, homie. Like, that's a hard question to answer. Um, yeah. This is it. 14.5 with a 5X microprism on it. Maybe put a reflex in our MROM uh, one o'clock mount. Um, there you go. There's there's a rifle that will do 90% of what you want it to do. How about it? Yeah, man. And you talk about the weight savings. You know, because that that's one of the well, I would say that there's two there, there's two critical points to the whole like uh, shift from uh, LPVO to prismatic optic. Right. And, and one of the big ones is weight. So you're talking about like, uh, you know, no matter how how small you're getting in that that uh, low power variable optic, you're still going to have considerable more weight uh, than you would with a prismatic optic and you know with a prismatic optic people say that, you know well you don't have enough flexibility there and everything and, and i mean and they kind of ancillary to that is light gathering and everything else right because with a prismatic optic light gathering is is one of its big strong points mm -hmm. um you know the acog is an extremely bright optic when you're looking through that with a, the uh especially the the uh, four by 32, the 32 millimeter objective lens. It's, it, you know, it's incredible. And, and now what, what y'all are doing is really driving that into its next generation. And you're talking about, you, you, just as you pointed out, you, you, you're being quite specific there, the uh, 14 and a half inch upper uh, on an AR with that five power optic. And now you have, you have, one more power of magnification than what the standard issue ACOG, whether it's the TA01, uh, you know, with, with kind of last generation's optic, and then the TA31, which replaced it, you know, both in its its Army incarnation and the, uh, the RCO that was in use by the Marine Corps. You've got one more power of magnification and significantly less size, footprint, and weight, which is just so amazing. And, you know, you know, as do I, when you're carrying that for a while, because a lot of these guys, you know, the, the, uh, they'll, they'll design their weapon, you know, they'll, they'll put together their rifle and you're thinking, you know, the infantryman in us looks at that, like, 
man, you know, you got to carry that for a little while. That thing, yep. that sucker's <laughs> heavy. You know, you're, <laughs> we're, you, because we're always looking for ways to shave off. Cause when, when, you know, the, those, those weight savings, when we look at it and you say, you know, oh, your, your rifle is nine pounds loaded. Okay. That doesn't really sound, you know, like, like it's that bad until you've carried it a few miles in the bush. And all of a sudden, like, uh, you know, I, I'm if I shave two pounds off of this, I'm not nearly as in, you know, as exhausted or in as much pain as, you know, I would be if I was carrying something heavier, you know, and, and you're really, really driving that. It That's so cool. And I think that 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 beyond everything else is the forefront of where we're going of, of where the optics are going and and you know it's it's really driving a lot of the training industry too because the the cqb stuff is kind of going by the wayside you know the the gwats over and um we're getting away from a lot of that stuff like the law enforcement context is is still obviously there um but you know people are beginning to look again once more at extended range engagements yeah it's and, kind of you know, reintroducing that recce rifle space yeah yeah absolutely i mean you know it, it's people people are once more and i talked about this with clay martin uh the other day on uh this podcast and and said you know we, we were talking about how you can take the 556 and really i mean you know any other caliber as well but the 556 because of its commonality and with the optics that are available, you know, commonly available and inexpensively, relatively speaking, and, and a rack grade weapon, you can train riflemen to do some really awesome stuff, you know, and, and you guys are, are really on, on the forefront of all that. Um, you know, I, I know in, in email and back and forth, you guys have a very interesting uh, sales program that's going to be new for 2023 through uh affiliate sales and and do you want to speak on that at all yes uh so we have an affiliate program here at uh, primary arms um it's a program that uh i actually took over like a, a year ago and trying to grow of course and i'm uh, always open to uh getting more influencer to join our team we uh have a great program here um at, at primary arms and um but yeah, if you guys are interested, um, you can actually uh, email me directly. My name's Dad, <clears throat> and it's dtrend at primaryarmsonline.com. Or you can also go to our homepage, which is primaryarms.com, and just scroll down, and then you'll see our affiliate program landing page there. Um, just go to that link, and then uh, it will explain more about our program um, if you guys want to, uh, if you guys are interested in it. So... And then the program offers a lot of things um, give you a chance to uh, basically, you know, make that commission that you want on the site for every sale. Um, but I can go in more details with it um, once we sit down and talk more about it if, you, uh, if anyone's interested in it. So. Absolutely. I think you're going to have a lot of people who are interested in it. I mean, with social media being what it is and the gun culture being what it is here in America. And, you know, everybody's looking to be the next uh, influencer and, and what have you. I'm going to tell you, you know, as somebody who's been involved with your affiliate program for a number of years now, it's, it, it, it really is a good way uh, to take your interaction in the firearms community to the next level. And, uh, you know, I, I can't think of a better company uh, that, that's offering great optics products out there to, to be working with than you guys. Yeah, and I agree with you, Matt. And um, I know we always, you know, here talk about our optics the whole time. But I want to also introduce, you know, we also have other divisions here at PA, which is our dot-com side, um, which we offer over 20, 22,000 now different products on our website, um, over 500 brands. And then we also have our government division where we offer our first responder you get a chance for them to apply to get like uh, special uh, deals discount off um, for being a first responder. So 
So primary arm as a whole, you know, it's like a one-stop shop. You have great optics. You have the primaryarm.com side where you can come and buy your products. We run uh, different sales every day. Um, like especially right now, we're doing a, a 10 to 12% uh, coupon code that we do every month, um, which, you know, give uh, our customer a chance to come in, you know, especially during this economy, you know, so to help out and then the government division. So it's a uh, one-stop uh, shop, you can say. And then, uh, yeah, and then, of course, the affiliate program too. So, yeah. Yeah, it seems to be the the big thing. I wish... I wish I could be famous on the uh, on the social medias. It's uh, yeah, if, if I could if I could get paid to Instagram and Facebook, oh man, that'd be awesome. I feel like that's kind of what I do now. It's when I came into this position over here. So I'm I'm director of marketing uh, or director of product marketing over here at PA Optics. And uh, like day two in my job here, they came into my office with a camera and said, "Hey man, we need you to go live on uh, Facebook real quick." Like, dude, I don't even have Facebook. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, you're going to be the new face. Like, <laughs> you're like, we, we, it, it's it's like, uh, you know, Talladega Nights. You're like, I, I, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, I was, when, I, when I was filming the, the uh, release announcement uh, on the 10th there, the, a couple days ago, I was standing there at the table like, can you see my hands? They're like, yeah, we can see them. Like, literally, like, what should I do with them? <laughs> I, I don't know like you know oh man dude he, he, they they fed you to the wolves but oh man. yeah it was it was a trial by fire it was rough it was rough but i mean you know same time you rise to the occasion and and uh i mean but in all seriousness the the products move themselves i mean and, and the innovation and and that is um above all else with primary arms i think the the innovation that you're bringing to the table that your company is actively uh engaged in is really been revolutionary for the firearms industry as a whole and that's you know that's that's what makes my job so easy i don't have to market our products it's as long as people know about them, that's really my job. I just got to let people know because they, they do, like you said, they sell themselves the features and the technologies that we put in these things, the Vulcan reticle and the ACSS, our auto life technology, our turret technology. Um, it's just like you put that toe to toe with anybody else out there on the market. And like you were saying before, we hit way above our weight class in the products that we offer. And honestly, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for a better product to try to market and I couldn't ask for a better company to work for. It's been uh, just easy coming in every day. It's uh, like, cool. What do I get to tell people about today? It's, it's been phenomenal. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I, I, I would think that that working there would be just a mountain of fun, man. You know, like you just you, you get to see all the cutting edge optics and like the hard part is keeping everything under your hat. Like, oh, it's 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 top secret. We can't talk about this. Like that one to eight. I know. Like if 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 you're at all like I am and you pick that up, you're like. Bro, I got, I got like a hundred people I need to tell this about like right now because this is the coolest thing in the world and like they're gonna think so too and you can't do it like you have to keep all that stuff secret. It is. It's hard. It's like right now. I know. I know your listeners can't see, but I think you can see my little thumbnail here. So my desk right over here, I've got prototypes laid out all over the place. So <laughs> like I've got to be every time we do stuff like this, especially if it's a video, like I've got to like this bookcase back here. I got to turn stuff around and make sure that's all hidden. There's prototypes. <laughs> new stuff. Like I got new stuff up here that nobody's ever seen before. It's, oh, it's, and it's so hard because it's so cool. Or, you know, um, we announced last year and we told people a little bit more about it this year about our made in USA stuff. I want to tell yeah. people so bad what that is because it is an absolute game changer in the categories that it's in, but you just, you can't say anything. <laughs> Man, it's hard. Oh, it's so hard. Uh, I'm excited. I know, you know, y'all, y'all have a lot of stuff you're going to be unveiling at SHOT Show and, you know, we're not going to, uh, we're not, we're not going to dive into any of that. Uh, Cause that's, that's all 
That's all TSSCI information, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. compartmentalized. You can't, it's top secret. But um, I, I am so excited for the future of primary arms. I just, um, and it is such a blessing to be sitting down with you guys, to be involved with you uh, for, for, you know, having a, a business relationship for as, uh, as, as long as, as we have, but more importantly, you're putting the capability of competency in the hands of so many people out there. And that in and of itself, you know, I speak for, for a great deal of people in the firearms industry and saying, thank you for that. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We appreciate it. You know, we can't, like I said before, you can't buy skill, um, but you can buy the tools to help to hone and sharpen those skills. And we, we like giving people the best tools to do that. Um, it's something that, you know, they don't have to sacrifice something else for. They don't have to give up a day at the range or, you know, give up a training class because they got to go spend 2,500 bucks on this piece of glass for their gun. Um, you know, they can still go train. They can still go do the important things that are going to, are going to make them better shooters, make them more prepared, um, get them, get their heads in the game better, uh, make them ready for, you know, whatever it is that's coming, um, we don't want them to have to sacrifice that because they want to buy a new widget. Like it's, we're all gun guys. Like we, we love getting new stuff. We love it. <laughs> you always have one extra like firing pin, retaining pin, because that gives you the justification to do a whole nother gun build. You can't have that one. Extra right. part. Like we love doing that, but we want to make it so you don't have to give up anything if you are going to do that. Right. Right. You know, it, it's, you're exactly right. You know, and, and, uh, one of the biggest, I think one, one of the uh, biggest points that you made, one of the most uh, critical points that you made was not having to spend a whole heck of a lot of money and putting a premium on getting out there and getting training. Because, you know, whether whether you're sitting on a, a flat range, on a known distance range, you know, and, and just burning up a couple of mags, or, you know, you're going to a dedicated class where, you know, you're going to be there two days, four days, uh, what have you, that training is what's important. You know, the, you can you can graduate to better weapons platforms or, or maybe even get better optics over time. But if, if you are training with, you know, a basic setup that you don't have a bunch of money in, but you invested a lot of money in ammunition and training time, you you're going to win that fight, you know, for sure, for sure. And not only you like training, not only for the individual, um, that training is a phenomenal proving ground for your equipment because where else are you going to go sit and burn a thousand, 1500 rounds in two or three days? Where are you going to go and shoot from behind cover and, you know, shoot from prone, drop to the ground, slam your magazine into the dirt, um, drop a mag, pick it up, put it back in the gun, clear malfunctions, do all that stuff. Like you were telling about the the guy that came out with a son with a brand new gun and a brand new optic. Like that's that's a bold move, Cotton. Like it's we're gonna see if that thing works today. It's uh, you know it's training is really if you want to prove your gear or you know if you have a plate carrier or your chest rig set up and you know it feels great wearing it around the house and doing ninja rolls in the backyard, but. Um, you know, you take it out to a training class, like, man, I am hanging up on everything. I guess I don't need the trauma shears up on my right shoulder. I don't need this eight inch knife sitting right across the middle of my chest. Like, you're going to yeah. learn, you're gonna learn what works and where it doesn't real quick. Right. Right. Oh man. Yeah. It, it's, it's always interesting to see, you know, the kit loadouts that people bring and, you know, you, you, in your head, you're saying, I know, I almost exactly know what's getting shedded off your gear by lunchtime. Yeah. You know? And and you yep. just know, but you don't say anything. You let them figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, they will figure it out for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, gentlemen, it has been such an honor to have you on. Thank you so much. Hey, Matt, Sir. one more thing for your listeners. If they are shot, we're at booth 70455. We have a lot of our big influencers here, like Grand Thumbs coming, uh, Gabby Franco. We got JJ Ricarza. Please drop by our booth. 
course, not, you know, not just in food, get a chance to see our new optic as well. Yep. I'll be there. I'd love to meet you guys so you guys can uh, uh, critique me on my YouTube videos, I guess. <laughs> 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 like when when you're standing in front of the camera, you gotta take your hands and do exactly this. <laughs> I'm just gonna put them in my pocket, man. <laughs> my hands in my pockets. <laughs> oh man, guys, y'all have a absolute blast out at Shot Show. I am looking forward to seeing what comes out of it, what new products you have to unveil. Thank you so much for being here. Thank Likewise. you. We really appreciate it. Anytime we'd love to come back and, uh, you know, we really appreciate you taking the time. We, we appreciate your listeners taking the time to listen to us as well. <laughs> That's always fun. <laughs> for sure, man. This, I, I tell you, I, I let the cat out of the bag about this podcast, uh, saying that I was going to have you on. And there was so much interest. People were like, Oh, this is gonna be awesome, you know. And it was they, so. I mean, they they certainly, the audience of Radio Contra certainly shares uh, my childlike enthusiasm, uh, nerding out and all things gun and optics and you know. So it's but again, it has been a huge honor to have you on. Honor's all ours. We appreciate it. Thank you, folks. Primary Arms. Primary Arms is one of the premier companies, if not the premier company out there that is putting equipment in the hands of the modern rifleman. You know, it's, it's, I'm telling you, if you've got that brand new weapon, you need an optic. It's not an option. And Primary Arms needs to be your first destination. God bless. And I'll talk to you again very very soon, since he scout out. <laughs>